You are listening to the Young Culture Podcast, where young adults from all backgrounds and experiences share their ideas and opinions. Hello, Young Culture. Thank you for listening in. It's Vanita here, and I have Michael with me. Hi, everybody. So, yes, we've met Michael before, because Michael... Yes, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back. Um, Yeah, we talked a few months ago, and you were... We were just talking about random things, hey? Yeah, yeah. just a lot I of different topics. How, I think that's how it works. But yeah, I know. Thanks yeah. for coming back. You're my first recurring guest. Oh, wow. Thank you so, so much. I'm yes. so honored. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, I'm looking at all of your um, social media and stuff. Yeah. So, the big thing that's popping in your life right now is <laughs> your book. Your book. Yay. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I think that's really, really amazing. Um, thank you. Wh- how has life been? Like, what have you been doing with your book right now? Um, well, it just took about a couple of weeks for the book to come in and right. today is the first day that i actually got my book nice. in my hands yes, we have it here um after the release date i think it was around july 14 15 16 that week somewhere mm-hmm. there and so because it, it took a couple of days for the processing to happen yeah. and so i'm really happy and i'm very proud of myself to you should be proud of made yourself this. that's and I was like, like Wow. really cool like you're named yeah like to be on a book i think that is like, so freaking cool um i really liked your promo uh clip yeah like that live action one mm-hmm. that you did how did you come up with that like what was the whole story behind that oh so there's a promo video um on my instagram page and it was i had to tell my story mm-hmm. and like the title of this book is called bow and arrow available on amazon (laughs) and the video was just it just encompassed a lot of spiritual lessons that i've learned along the way in life and i encompassed that in a visual form because i did do youtube and i want to get back into it i just Mm -hmm. took some months off and it was just it was just a lot of life stories and lessons that i just encompassed into a clip Mm. yeah I thought it was really cool, like the visual and stuff. It mm-hmm. looked really nice. Thank um, you. Yeah. I had a great photographer and videographer yeah. for that. Yeah. So did they kind of help you? Yeah, they helped me with everything. I just let them know. And they were very encouraging throughout the entire process. Mm-hmm. So they're like, when is your um, video going to be sh- shot? And when are we going to do the shoot? And I was so busy at that time. I didn't even think about it, about mm-hmm. the um, shoot. And so they really encouraged me to be like, okay, like let's get this done and let's do this. And so I have to give a big shout out to Puneet, uh, Tanya, and Tanisha Dosanj for um, your time and your resources of putting this film together. Nice. So, like, how long did that whole thing take? About one day. Yeah. It was one day. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So freaking cool. I never thought of, like, a way to promote your, uh, like, your mm-hmm. work would be to do, like, a live action, like, clip. Like yeah. That. I thought it was really cool. And, like, I... I'm imagining for you, like, the book up until maybe, like, I guess the past month or so, it was, like, something that you were working towards. And then it's, like, now it's here. Yeah. And then, like, I'm sure you had, like, so much promo and stuff that you had to do. So, Mm -hmm. when someone has a book that's published and released, like, what do you do? You sleep. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of um, endless nights, Mm -hmm. tired, very tireful Tiredful, is that a word? <laughs> tired. We'll say it's a word. A, a really long nights in which yeah. you're tired. And after it's done, I feel like just promoting it is the biggest thing. And just letting people know, like, hey, you know, like, I have a book. And, like, right. you know, like, maybe you should have it. Yeah. Including you, listener. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I saw on your thing, too, that you're doing um, a meet and greet. 
Yeah, so yeah. I want to do a meet and greet sometime in August. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like now it might be towards the end of August. What's your vision for this meet and greet? I'm not sure. I didn't yeah. think that far. <laughs> I was just like, this is my first time yeah. I'm, an, I'm an author. And it's so weird to call myself an author. Because right? my English was really bad when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. So I learned English, French, and Hindi all at the same Were time. Were you in French immersion? I was in French immersion. I was in French immersion too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. oh, like there was a lot of language things that I just had to deal with. Okay, speaking of this, I feel like uh, Fijian kids, we like adopted like words and stuff thinking that it was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh God, like a big one like off the light or like yeah off the light right yeah but like i don't know i my neighborhood when i was growing up it was predominantly white so okay. like when i would <laughs> say things like that <laughs> they would just like correct me or like i don't know what else off the light or like i would i don't know if this was a thing for you too but i would always say like if Instead of saying come, like C-O-M-E, I would say like came, like you should have came or something yeah, like yeah. that. I don't know. Is this a, I, is I know a lot of people here uh, say bag instead of bag, <laughs> oh, yeah. which like, dr- like it doesn't drive me nuts, but my cousin says it. And yeah. then I always catch her. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what's a bag? And she says bag. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if that's just a thing here. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, like definitely. I don't know. Sometimes even myself, I like don't have the best grammar like mm. sometimes yeah <laughs> like, i feel that yeah but it, i think it's important like you're saying that because like it shouldn't be a barrier to stop you from writing if yeah. that's something that you enjoy doing yeah. but i think it's important yeah i when i was writing these poems i i just wrote it as an expression whenever i would get upset or something so that right. was like my getaway mm-hmm. which i just like kept on my phone because it was convenient yeah and so um what happened was a couple months ago i said i'm releasing a book when i had no intention of releasing a book you just did the damn thing and then i just did it and then i was like you know what stick with it at least you have a goal now there you go and now i would have never have thought that the person who used to get and probably still get oh i haven't seen my report cards but (laughs) in high school i got like c minuses in english Mm -hmm. to think that i have a book now I would have never have thought that at all. I that's that's inspiring to me, and I'm sure I know the answer. But do you regret it? Mm. <laughs> Writing the book? Yeah. No. Good. No. Good. You no. There. I, was <laughs> I was like, like wait, no. No. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. That's like the most important part. Yeah. So you have to share something from your book. Okay. Um. So there are many components in the book, and on the back of the book it says, um, each section is dedicated for something. Because life is meaningless without purpose. Mm -hmm. And I find that that was very true to my truth. Um, So if you'd like to hear. Yeah. So this is um, in the chapter for the mind. And it discusses um, mental health. Mm. (coughs) Your mind is a persuasion of all tricks that deceives you over and over without you ever knowing it. Your mind has a capacity to change the entire world and can also make you believe you can't do anything at all. Your mind, the brain, as diverse in components as the people that walk on this planet. The mind can make you feel stuck even as time moves forward. The mind locks itself in its own jail and it can unlock itself from the jail. The mind has given itself a disease and it can cure itself too. The mind comes with power of intellect 
to educate girls and women around the world. The mind is also contained within the leaders that make the decision that such people do not deserve an education. The mind, corrupted with greed and profit, smart enough to carry the planet forward, can stay back for years, repeating time again and again. The mind has a capacity to clear the plastic from our oceans. The mind has a capacity to realize that using plastics is the best way to keep profits high. The mind gets depressed, longing for the sun and the activities has, that once made us smile. Getting out of bed becomes a chore and next to impossible. The mind is capable of so much. It has the power to destroy people by action and words. The mind can also help people by action and words. The mind triggers anxiety and makes us want to flee like pigeons at a park. It searches for comfort and runs away from pain. The mind will only find comfort when it accepts the pain it itself causes. The mind is forever a double-edged sword that triggers with no warning on which side it decides to be on. Surrender your mind. You take back the switch so that your mind becomes the pet and you can become the owner once again. It's an endless fight. Mental health. What did you do? Did you like snap? I'm going to snap. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> yes, yeah. that was awesome. I love that last bit. Um, the mind is the pet and then you're the owner. I think mm -hmm. that's like so important for anything mental health related yeah. is don't let your mind control you. You control, you control your, your mind. Yes. Oh my and God. I love it. It takes a lot of willpower to do that. Yes, it yeah. does. It is a lot of work. Yeah. I saw this um, post and it was saying something like, you know, don't let people fool you. And, and to this, like, sometimes people get too lost in that positivity train mm -hmm. where like, it's just so fluffy all the time. It's like, I'm yeah. fine. I'm great. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. Look at the positive. Yeah. But that's not what life is. Like life it's is not. It's work. It's hard work. It's going to mm -hmm. be tough, but. The sacrifices to be made. And exactly. You know, you're not going to be okay all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, overall, like, you're working towards a better outcome. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was really important. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I yeah. love I it. Like, I love that. Yeah. Um. So where can people find this if they want to? Okay. So you can buy this book. It's called Bow and Arrow. Mm -hmm. And you, it's available on Amazon worldwide. Um. The price is Fourteen ninety nine US, mm -hmm. and the the mm -hmm. way Amazon does it is that they do the currency conversion, um, so it becomes like nineteen something mm -hmm. Canadian. So I was expecting twenty dollars from um the Canadian one. That's a standard. So book yeah, price. for it's a yeah. standard price. Mm -hmm. So um, they don't have a marketplace specifically for Canada, so it has to go to the US and then transfers over here. Right. Um. And you saw on your Instagram stories today, people can reach out to you for the book. Too, yeah, right? people did reach yeah. out. That's a one thing I've also liked to uh, looking at your stories. You've been very transparent yeah. about the process and like keeping yeah. everyone up to date. I like to be like very open. Yeah. I like to share people like what's happening because I feel like with social media nowadays as a person from the YouTube world and, and Instagram world, it's like everything is very filtered and superficial. Yeah. And I like to be very raw and mm -hmm. I like to be myself. And I like to, I'm like, you see what you see and you get what you get. And I'm like, yeah. if you don't like it, that's too bad. Move on. Yeah. And. Th that's what I found with this book. I'm like, you know what? There's no point saying, oh, here's a book right away. Like, I feel like it's important to share your struggles just as much as your successes. Totally. Uh, yeah, I know that's so important. I like, I was just telling you earlier, but my favorite one <laughs> was the <laughs> yeah. one when you pay, you got, uh, your parents were asking you for the book. I feel like 
that's like a very common i don't know if, is this like an indian thing or like what but like sometimes even i get nervous too like sharing things with my parents yeah about like what i'm, <laughs> what I'm up to so like do they have the book now well i just got it from right. the states so i didn't go home yet tonight? Yeah, I'll have to. So yeah. the thing is, I didn't tell my parents that I wrote a book. <laughs> because first of all, I was in French immersion, so I didn't know English. And then I kind of knew English. But then, like, I don't know. Where did you like go to elementary school? I learned to me elementary mm-hmm. in New Westminster. Mm. And so that was where I grew up. And it was it was fine. It was just very confusing at one point. Like, I couldn't spell blue for until, like, grade nine. So because <laughs> I spelled it blur, blur, and I didn't know if the EU or the UE goes this way because yeah. my brain automatically puts it in French. But right. then I'm like, wait, 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 this is English. But then, like, I'm reciting it in English, but I'm writing in French. So were you in French immersion from kindergarten? Uh, grade one to six and then i took myself out of it because <laughs> like, i said ah, i need to learn english because i'm like this like i am very self-aware i feel mm-hmm. like I've, i'm very self-aware from mm-hmm. beginning so i was like i told my parents i was like i need to get out of this like french immersion because i need to learn english and this is the problem now so then Good i went you, then i went into <laughs> english in grade that. six and then grade seven and then i took french as an elective from grade eight to eleven mm-hmm. and then i took it in college and then I got an A plus because I knew everything. You love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was in it from grade six, so I, I had okay. my English. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I have friends who did it from kindergarten. Yeah. And they were telling me they didn't learn how to read in English till grade three or four or something. Yeah, like you that. don't. Yeah, yeah. I Everything's in French. I was like, that's rough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but like getting yelled at by the teachers if you tried to talk in English. Or yeah. like the side conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I used that. to always have those side conversations. They're right. like, en français, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, chill. Yeah. <laughs> chill. It's okay. Did you find the French to be useful now that you're out of school? I'm not, like, that great conversational yeah. now. Like, because yeah. I have not had that practice and my day-to-day life is not interacting with, like, French people. Right. Or people who speak French. Yeah. Um, but I find, like, I re- reading and writing is fine. I can do it fluently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, same. I, like, if I, like, had to on the spot, like, yeah. say, like have a conversation, I feel like I need to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, reading and writing is fine. I mean, it, it's been good for, like, traveling. Yeah. Like when I went to France, like it obviously it was useful. Yeah. Um, I took Spanish too. How was that? Okay. So if you ever want to learn Spanish. Okay. So like Spanish and French are really similar. Okay. So, and like the structure and like the words and stuff. Yeah. So like if you already have French, learning Spanish is going to be easy. Okay. So yeah, it, they're very like common. I'm not common, similar. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that I found to be more useful, like around the world like i feel like more countries have like spanish in it versus i've i've seen that yeah. i could feel that too yeah, yeah. and then okay shit got kind of weird so i went to italy so i was trying to learn italian <laughs> so i was like okay, i learn italian and i was like okay i already know french i already know spanish like how hard can italian be so then um it was easy when there's french and spanish because you got that french base to yeah. figure out Spanish. And then you throw in a third one. They all sound the same. Like, especially Spanish and Italian. It's mm. Things are, like, off by, like, one word. 
Oh, sorry, one okay. letter. Sorry, okay. one letter. So then, in my head, I'm like thinking about the French or the Spanish. Or I yeah. got frustrated. <laughs> I, came up. I was like, no, I can't do this. But yeah, no. But yeah. probably reading the signs is probably very familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. When looking at things is familiar, but like thinking on the spots, like yeah. really, really tough. But yeah, that's thing. so cool. I didn't know you were in French yeah. version. Yeah. Wow. It's a French kid. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So what else have you been up to this summer? Um, a lot of weddings. I see that. Um, I graduated college. Yes, congratulations. Um, I still have another year to mm-hmm. go but it's online so oh yeah. sweet okay so yeah. um what's your program that you're doing health science health science yeah. right, right, right. don't do it <laughs> <laughs> don't do it it's like i knew i didn't like it from the beginning and then i went to program advisor uh, advising and then the advisor said if you want to start if you want to change your program you have to go from the beginning and oh, i'm like so i'm not no. i'm like no way no way i'm like let me just keep going and keep going and then right. i just did it well i guess um that field is probably useful if that's something that you're like really yeah. passionate about. But now about. I've realized like I can use that in different things like in my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Like if I get well, mad at yeah, like like bad drivers, like I can analyze my own mental health and there be like, you, you need to chill out. You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah there, that's true. Like you can take some things. Even like, okay, myself, like I took sociology and um, in uh, the most specific job where that would make sense is like government policies and all that stuff. Okay. I don't do that. Like, I'm in youth services. Yeah. But I even thought to myself, I'm like, even if I'm not directly applying what I learned in school, like, skills-wise, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I'm sure your parents, my parents, even, they thought, like, you go to post-secondary to get a higher-paying job. Yeah. Like, to get, like, a skilled job or whatever you call it. But I thought for myself, uh, in all honesty, I did not need my degree for the job that I have. But I thought about it. I'm like, okay, like, at least now I know, like, I would have not known how to write, like, a research paper or, like, yeah. know about, like, credible sources mm. and, like, I don't know. I think it kind of, like, shapes you. In I think, like, way. being knowledgeable about where your sources come from. Exactly. That was a big yeah. one for me. Yeah. yeah. I think it kind of shaped me in, like, a different way. Yeah. Not so much, like, career development. I think I think the skills is yeah. what it's important. Like, yeah. cramming and, and doing everything on a deadline yeah. and, like, getting all that done. I had test anxiety. What about you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But then I was just like, in mental health, how ironic was that? <laughs> I, I, mental health was a little bit better. And then yeah. there was like, some, like biology. I like failed it twice. And then mm-hmm. third time I got like a 51. Oh, and yeah. I was just like, I just don't get it. Yeah. Like I was really passionate about it mm-hmm. at the beginning. And then the teachers just, I feel like there is a fair blame on teachers, how they deliver. Oh, on. 1000%. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like I had, uh, I remember side class. It was like, 50% was uh, 50% was attendance and 50% was your final ex- No, sorry. No, that's wrong. 50% was your midterm and 50% was your final. That's ha- the whole course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like you're going to set people up to fail like yeah. that because not like now people are woke. They realize yeah. that everyone doesn't have the same learning style. Yeah. But yeah, shit like that. Like I would enjoy the content, but like Yeah. I wouldn't pass. <laughs> 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 there was one class where it was accounting. Mm. I hate, I hate accounting. Was that an elective? No, it was oh. part of my business uh, thing oh, that oh. I had to do. So then it was like it was so complicated. So then I was like, hey, like I was like, screw this, let me do it online. Yeah. I did it online. The final is worth ninety five percent. There is five assignments. Five percent was assignments. <laughs> there was five assignments throughout it. It's worth one percent, and the final was ninety five. I was like, what kind of like structure is this oh that's crazy that's insanity 
I like I almost think too like the way that some teachers structured it kind of works against you like the five percent. Yeah. If I knew that it was only five percent, I wasn't doing it. Yeah. So like yeah, it just it like just give me the final. Sp- needs to be better strategy, and like uh, I remember I had this one prof and she wanted us to do these writing like reflections every week and mm-hmm. then they were for marks like oh. not even just participation marks like specific marks yeah and like she wanted the layout a certain way everything to a t and like she wanted us to present them and then she's just like oh she like told us she's like oh th- i find these reflections so boring <laughs> like i re- i remember this and i'm like damn B, like, you <laughs> <made> <laughs> <us to laughs> you're telling us it's boring it's like that's on you at that yeah, point yeah 100%. i i hope it hasn't been that long since I've been out of school, like a few years. But I hope that they're trying to like figure it out. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I feel like m- I feel like every university and college is just a money scam. Like I One. feel like important. Like okay, yeah, education is important. Sure, that's yeah. a fact. But I feel like the way it's run and the way it's set up yeah. is just to make you fail and just to get money. Exactly. Like it, the like overall, I feel very thankful that we live in a situation where we can get that opportunity mm-hmm. and like because like there are parts of the world where y- um like us like yeah people of color and like being a female or like whatever mm-hmm. whatever you would not get that opportunity so yeah. it's overall i do but like it, like if you're looking at it okay i'm here what how can i critique this or like what do i think yeah. of it yeah there definitely yeah there definitely needs to be better um policies or structuring policies, or just yeah. the way it is it's so funny yeah. i saw this post someone's story and it said uh, something about colleges is like that one thing where the student assumes all risk financially with that but like doesn't get uh, something in return and like the school profits a hundred percent oh i seen that you seen that right it was like um the student like it's like financially, it's like all their responsibility, but the education is not. Yeah. Because like fifty yes, percent yes. is from the teacher to deliver the information, yes. and fifty percent is you retaining it. But if it's not delivered properly, yeah. how can you retain it? 100%. You know. But so then, yeah. and then you're financially drained as a human mm. being, right? Such a weird concept. And then yeah, I like I was telling my cousins they were here from California, and I was they were asking they're younger than me. They're asking mm. me how much my degree cost, and I was like, yeah, like twenty seven thousand yeah um i don't know i thought that was pretty standard and they're just like laughing at me they're like i wish my tuition was twenty seven thousand. Yeah. and yeah like even in the states it's like it's in the states is nuts mm-hmm. i'm like oh wow when i was younger i thought that i have you heard of the show the hills yeah so i thought when i was in grade 12 <laughs> that i was gonna move to la <laughs> and i was gonna go to school <laughs> and i'm gonna live like i'm gonna have my own like condo and i'm oh. gonna be like ripping it on the streets of la <laughs> and then i saw the tuition and i saw the admission requirements yeah i was like no never. no <laughs> it's like i'm gonna, gonna stay, stay here, here. <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah um, i was looking at the states too and like it didn't hit me like, I've been, like, cause the school I went to was filled with international kids, like, from mm-hmm. everywhere. And I'm just like, where are you guys coming from? <laughs> and it was, like, in abundant numbers. Mm-hmm. So then I was just like, no, like, I was born and raised here. I'm mm-hmm. a Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at um, the tuition in the States, and, like, my mind just went, like, okay, like, I'm from here. Like, I'm in state. But then I was like, wait, no, I'm international. I'm an yeah. international student. Yeah. And I looked at it, so, like, a 3000 for it was like in state student five thousand dollars like a semester was for out of state and then it was like twenty two thousand for interest <laughs> international so they have an out of state and in state difference yeah which is very odd to me so if oh. you like if you're like on the border of like washington and oregon and you go to oregon for example 
then it's gonna cost you a lot more because you're out of state. That's so weird. Which is very weird. strange because I'm like, you're in America regardless. Are they? Is there schooling government? Mm, actually, I think not some here. are federal, some are private. Even here, isn't it for school uh, education and all I that? Is that provincial? I think so. Right. It so should like be. But like, if we went to Toronto, we wouldn't have to do have like an extra charge. No, I don't right. think so because so you're still BC. Damn, I didn't know that it was. They had like a state difference too. Yeah. That's crazy. Because even in Toronto, it says, like, if you're out of province, it was only, like, sometimes some schools were the same price. Mm. Some schools was, like, $500 more, which is, like, a lot better than mm. out oh, of so state in states. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is, like, fine. Damn, yeah. I know. I had some kids in my class, too, from the states, and they said paying international fees here mm-hmm. was cheaper than them paying domestic fees for their... Oh, oh back home. Yeah, in oh. the states. Oh, in the like, states, yeah. messed up. That's yeah. crazy. I met one guy on set one day, and he said... I'm from Oregon, and I'm like, why are you here? Like, I would love to be in the States. Yeah, yeah, And they said, oh, because, like, he's like, it's so cheap education here. It is. And plus the dollars in their favor. Mm-hmm. So even if you oh, yeah, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. international, like, from the States, which is, like, such a weird thing for me to say. Because I go to America all the time. I just came back, like, yes, today. So <laughs> And yesterday, I was just like, I just came back. And I'm like, it's so casual for me. And it's just like, I'm like, that's so strange, you know? Mm-hmm. But. I guess that's how people got to make yeah. moves according to oh, financial 1000%. situations. Yeah. Um, I was like watching this uh, video on Facebook and it said the average, I, I think it was based off American mm-hmm. studies. So like the average 25 year old is 30 something thousand in debt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, like that's a mm-hmm. big number. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, but like in the States, like that's probably like student loans yeah. and like stuff like that too. So yeah, no. there's a lot. I feel sense. like now when I like look back at like what you get, I'm just like thirty thousand is not that bad because if your salary, if after after you finish and if you get a good job, like fifty thousand minimum or somewhere around there, that's fi- tough. Forty five thousand, then it's like okay, then it's like you can pay it off. Yeah, one thing I didn't know, like before working full time, and like when you're working significant amounts, mm-hmm. is how much tax you get cut off, how much deductions <laughs> yeah. you get cut off. You know, yeah. Like <laughs> actually no this year when i was doing my taxes and my mom's like y- you made this much money and you're telling me you're in this financial situation i'm like you think i got that <laughs> amount in my bank account hell no yeah like, it, there's a lot of taxes that yeah. cut off here yeah and like uh, like i uh, like your pension and like i don't know like then vacation pay mm-hmm. ei gets mm-hmm. cut out cpp yeah. is cut I get then your regular taxes are cut then if you have medical dental that gets cut yes i think right now i get about 400 cut off each paycheck oh, <laughs> yeah that's damaging that is 400 <laughs> off each paycheck with all the deductions and stuff and that sucks it's hard out here it's like, <laughs> what's the point of working it's like uh, oh my god yeah. adulting right like adulting is very hard i like made a spreadsheet for myself <laughs> this year and then i was like calculating like my car bill whatever like other bills i have like my gym membership yeah. how much gas whatever whatever yeah. and like, it ends up being like one of my paychecks and i was like yeah oh dear. i was so budgeting like, too this year i was like maybe i should move and then i was budgeting everything i was like now nah, you have to stay here i have that constantly <laughs> every year i'm like okay i'm ready i can move let's yeah. do it and then i'm like but how <laughs> tight are you dot dot be? dot yeah, how <laughs> tight are you gonna be um i actually was so i work um west end yeah and i was looking at uh, pre-development mm-hmm. properties out of curiosity there was yeah. something that seemed pretty like decent pre-development is really good yeah, yeah and i saw something that was kind of like decent 
and I was like, okay, let's go check it out. So mm-hmm. they framed it. <laughs> I'm going to be bashing these people so hard right mm-hmm. now. They framed it as a garden home, a garden home for like X amount of money. And it, okay. and it for West Vancouver, that wasn't like a bad thing. So then I was like, okay, cool, let's check it out. So I go there to see this quote unquote garden home. Basically, what a garden home means. Okay, picture a townhouse, right? Okay. So it's got three floors. Yeah. So you've got your, um, your main, um, like your bedrooms. You got your main. Yeah. And then you you know how at the bottom you have like a little bit of like entertainment room, basement space along yeah, with yeah. the garage. Okay. These people took whatever basement space they could and turned that into a property to buy. Oh. Yeah, a glorified basement. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I never heard of that. Four hundred fifty thousand. <gasps> Yeah, that's how much it goes for. Yeah, but I was like, damn, yeah. like a basement they're trying yeah. to sell now. When you guys, whoever's listening, when you're in Vancouver, born and raised, um, you realize that the world is very cheap to bu- to live in. Because when you're in Vancouver and you hear that a garden home, <laughs> a basement is 450 yeah. and other parts of Canada and the U.S., in other places, you can get a whole house for like three, four hundred thousand. With a pool. With a pool, like you know, like those like houses on House Hunters. Yeah. And then you're just like, wow, it's cheap out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Vancouver is also very nice. See, that's where I like struggle with too, because I've ha- had people in my age group and stuff. They've moved away so they mm-hmm. can, because like housing is that they can afford a house. Yeah. They can afford like that lifestyle that, you know, we grew up in. But then I'm kind of like, okay, like I do love Vancouver. Sometimes you might just have to redefine what your definition of a home is Mm -hmm. if like, you know, you like your environment. Yeah. So I don't know, like fortunate enough to like grow up like this. Yeah. We're we're sitting in my house right now. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. um, But yeah, like maybe it is just redefining what your definition of a home is. Yeah. Because I would rather. What you prioritize. Yeah, exactly. I would rather stay in Vancouver. Vancouver, based on my um, life experiences and yeah. my reality, I don't know. Maybe there's something out there I haven't yeah. seen yet. But and like kind of, I don't know. Maybe live in an apartment or like rent an apartment. Yeah. As opposed to going to Saskatchewan. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, what's there? And buying yeah. house. And I was like, yeah. I mean, teach their own. Yeah. Um. How was I gonna say? Totally lost my train of thought here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted yeah. to move to Toronto because yeah. I checked in. Okay, obviously my search was not the greatest, but <laughs> in Vancouver, in Cole Harbor, which is like a very bougie oh, ass area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> then I like contacted some realtors like like last year and I said, how much is a one bedroom? And they're like 650. And I was like, how much is a two bedroom? They're like 1.3 million. And I'm like, huh? Because I was like, I want to live in downtown mm-hmm. by the water. Like I just love the ocean. Right. So then I asked the same thing in Toronto when I went. And they're like a one bedroom is four fifty and a two bedroom is six fifty, oh. and I'm like, oh wow! I was like, I'll just go there. That's like cut in half. <laughs> it's half. You can yeah. buy two properties there, two two bedrooms, so four bedrooms. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! I'm like, that's cheap. So I feel like there's a lot of opportunity there, but I feel like you have to look at each city and what it offers. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like you can't, like, you can't have this plan to move somewhere else and kind of look at it from a one dimension yeah like you really gotta like look at everything look at it and yeah like look at both sides get as much like yeah. perspective and like all that kind of stuff but let's be real our asses are staying <laughs> right here we're staying here yeah, <laughs> we're staying here probably stay in this house for yeah. the next 
26 years, 5 years, 23 years, 50 years, What's 75 years, 74 <laughs> years, 80 years, 100. We're staying here forever. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you had to put a goal on like when you'd probably leave your house. I would say like, like 5 years. 5 years? How old do you know? Five, 22. Yeah, yeah. No, that's realistic. Yeah, 5 years. I'm 25 right now, so I, the yeah. goal is in a year or two from now. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to have your own space. But I also was brought up in a really big household with a lot of people. So, so I'm just like, I, I like travel a lot and like I've had roommates before. And it's like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is what being alone feels like. Because yeah. it's so weird, you know? And it's like, I was like, oh, like you do grow as a person, but you do yeah. miss home. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like the people that you live with have to work with your... <laughs> BS. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. You when you grow up, you have like a certain, th uh, like, way about it. And like, oh yeah, one of my friends, she just moved in with a roommate. Yeah. And they laid everything out like A to Z before moving in. Oh, that's which nice. Which I think though. is important, like communication. That's like, very important. To, right? Yeah. Like, you have to figure out every possible situation. Okay. So that's tough. Like, that's good to know, though. If yeah. you're living there, then yeah. 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 Definitely. Well. Michael, thank you for yes, coming and you, having a little chat. Thank Why you. don't you give us one more plug? All right. <laughs> so you can reach out and buy a book. It's called Bow and Arrow. It is a poetry book by yours truly. I'm Michael Prasad. Yes. And all poetry and so all poems and drawings were made by me. Nice. Yours truly. Oh, yeah. There's drawings in there. Yeah, too. there's drawings in there. And I hope you guys like it. It's available on Amazon Worldwide, Amazon.com, mm -hmm. Amazon.ca, and other platforms love it and um yeah let me know about the meet and greet yeah i will post that too. let you know all right well thank you thank you so listening. much for having me yes love having you always thank you yeah and thank you to everyone for listening if you get a chance thank you guys for listening if you get a chance please check out my instagram as well at young culture podcast and i'm sure we'll be talking again yeah yeah and we'll talk to you soon all right thank you